Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix 224th film from 2020. It's the sports comedy, The Main Event, directed by Jay Carras. It stars Seth Carr, Tachina Arnold, Ken Marino, and Adam Pally. I'm Jesse. I'm riding here solo for this film. As always, if you haven't seen the main event and you're interested in checking it out, give us a pause, come back later on, because I am going to spoil this film. And as always, we start our show off with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one, in the most simplest way possible, is about a kid finding a magical mask and then becoming an amazing wrestler. Yes, this is a wrestling film. This is a WWE uh, film, so World Wrestling Entertainment. Back in the day when I was a kid, it was uh, WWF, the World Wrestling Federation, or WCW. But um, this one is one of the, the WWE uh, entertainment films and Netflix's first, I guess, uh, original WWE film that put out. Uh, and obviously, I've, I've got a bit of, um, you know, a bit of an interest in wrestling. Not not as much as I, I used to when I was a bit younger, but, you know, I knew all the wrestlers when I was younger and, you know, even about 10 years ago, I still sort of showed a little bit of an interest in in the WWE. So a lot of the, the stuff in this one, a lot of the Easter eggs, a lot of the things like that, I sort of picked up on, but I, I sort of, uh, as a pretext, I guess, if uh, you've got no idea about wrestling, you're probably going to hate this movie. <laughs> if, you've, if, yeah, if you've got no idea about any of the, the current wrestlers, the past wrestlers, anything anything to do with that, this movie is going to be one of the worst movies you've probably ever seen. But uh, So for me, I'm probably giving a little bit away too early, but this is, uh, this is not the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, we do like to talk a little bit about how the film ended up on Netflix. And this one I really could find very, very little. It was filmed in Vancouver in Canada. It was filmed from the 19th of June, 2019 until the 12th of August, 2019. And that's about it. It did hit Netflix on the 10th of April, 2022. It was nominated for two awards. Um, it won one of them for the best performance in a streaming film for the teen actor for um, Aaron Shimhardi. This one does have a tagline. Some of the films we look at don't have taglines. So this one, uh, the tagline was Big Dreams Need a Little Magic. So a little bit of an inspirational one there. Translations around the world. So English, obviously, it's called The Main Event. As I mentioned, it's about a big wrestling event. But in French, it's called The Masked Wrestler. Not bad, not bad. In Greek, it's called WWE's Next Superstar. In Hungary, it's called The Most Important Match. Italy, it's called Dreaming of the Ring. In Japan, it's called Aim Superstar. <laughs> Interesting title. In Spanish, it's called The Star Fight. In Polish, The Main Tournament. And in Sweden, it's called In the Ring Spotlight. So all obviously words that have to do with some sort of big uh, wrestling event that's going to lead to something. And that's where we're going to head soon. But before we do, what are the critics and audiences saying about this one? So on Rotten Tomatoes. This one is rotten. It sits at 29% on 21 reviews. The audience has it even lower at 25% on more than 50 ratings. IMDb, it's a little bit low. It sits at a 4.8 out of 10 on not many though, only 2,400 ratings. And on Letterboxd too, it's uh, got a pretty low sort of uh, viewership, only a few over 2,000 ratings and it sits at a two. So not many people have actually gone out of their way to log this one. So possibly not seen it either. My thoughts, my early thoughts. I think uh, based on my expectations of this being a WWE film, I was a little bit thrown to start with because I didn't realize this was like a dead set kids film. Uh, it, it's literally a film for young kids. But once I got into the swing of it and once I realized that the target audience is real young people, uh, I 
sort of liked it. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a bit of fun and uh, it has some good messages, possibly not done in the best way, not, you know, not wholesomely put together narrative wise, but it was fine. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about some characters. So the, the main character in this one is Leo. This little kid, he's a huge wrestling fan. Uh, he's sort of dealing with his crush on a girl. I mean, I, I don't know how, I think he was 11 possibly. Uh, you know, he's, he's dealing with the issue of his mum walking out on him and not knowing why or where she is and the issue of, of his dad not being able to handle this himself and not knowing how to talk to his son. Uh, he sort of finds this magical mask and takes on this different persona of a wrestler, uh, names himself Kid Chaos. Uh, and this film is about him learning to have confidence in himself and being himself. And I think it's it's nice how they do that. Uh, and I guess a little bit of the support that he gets is, is through his grandma, Denise, who is his mum's mother. So interesting that she's sort of uh, given up on what she's meant to be doing in her own life to come and live with Leo and his dad um, to help for the time being because her daughter's the one that's walked out on him. Uh, I guess her side story is that she wants to be a social media influencer, uh, possibly sort of give you a little bit of uh, context as to why uh, her daughter probably seems like a bit of a floozy too. Uh, I guess her, uh, you know, little sideline is that she's got a bit of a, a crush on uh, Kofi Kingston, <laughs> one of the wrestlers. And uh, let's be honest, who doesn't think Kofi's uh, amazing? So that's her little story. Uh, Steve is Leo's dad. This guy is a, a dad that's doing it tough, uh, struggles with parenting. He's working two jobs to, to keep the money coming in, working really hard, but has those stereotypical issues that we see with dads in film sometimes. He's, he's not able to have the serious conversations about important issues or the things that actually matter to uh, your, your kids, which is a little bit sad. Uh, Erica is this girl that Leo has a crush on. She's like a new friend, joins with his two friends too. She's a talented dancer. She's smart, she's cool, she's popular. She sort of keeps the bullies at ease because there are some bullies in this film that, that give Leo and his friends a bit of a hard time. Um, and the last sort of, you know, there's, there's a lot of other side characters, um, including like some villainous sort of uh, wrestlers, but the other good wrestler, wrestler in this film, uh, his name's Smooth, is this big sort of wrestler that sort of looks out for Leo during the competition when dad's not around grandma's not around he's trying to hide his identity uh, his funny little parts i guess is that he likes to sing so so that's pretty cool uh time to talk about the director jay carass he has 109 directing credits crazy mainly tv though and he's directed a whole bunch of different tv shows possibly like you know only a couple of episodes he's directed mad tv uh parks and rec awkward brooklyn 99 workaholics the Kids Are Alright, Superstore, The Mighty Ducks, uh, Disney Plus Show, Turner and Hooch, the, the new one, which is quite interesting. So sits in that comedy sort of um, that little category there. But he's also done a lot of stand-up comedy too. Um, directed specials for Jeff Ross, Bill Burr, Jim Jeffries, Tom Green. So this guy's got some good connections. Uh, and obviously he's been given a, a WWE film, film, which is you know, a, a bit of a step up. Uh, I'm going to talk about some scenes, some scenes that, that I liked. We'll start off with the ones that I liked. So we're talking about Leo. Leo's this main, this kid. He's, he's actually a really good performance from this this kid and, uh, you know, he gives it his all and sort of when he first finds this mask, he's running away from the bullies and he runs into like this open home almost that's got a whole bunch, locks himself in a room with a whole bunch of wrestling memorabilia and the guy who's looking after the estate sort of says, yep, take the mask if you want. And then uh, the uh, Leo goes, you know, oh, can I have that Ric Flair robe too? And the guy's like, don't push it. So I thought that was quite funny. Um, Ric Flair, 
the famous famous wrestler i went to a wwe event quite a while ago and rick flair was the the guest referee so uh, woo! <laughs> um we're gonna talk next about leo um sort of working out his powers once he knows what this mask does they do this little montage of him working out and he's like doing weights and he like kicks this tree over this huge big tree i just had a bit of a laugh thought that was funny uh his dad i mentioned before his dad sort of is working two jobs he, he's a bit of a mechanic and a, as a side hustle he's uh working as a lift driver a driver and uh i don't know maybe they couldn't get the rights to use the word uber but yeah he's a lift driver and he sort of has to pick leo up from school because leo sort of fought back against the bullies being you know sent home from school for the day and he's sort of having this conversation with with leo serious you know you know, don't be violent, that sort of stuff. And there's just this passenger in the back that sort of cuts in. So I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Leo sort of trying to work out the different outfits that he should wear as this character. I thought that was pretty cool. And then especially like the montage of him getting through the first few rounds of this wrestling competition that he enters. Uh, it's sort of, there's a barrel toss and he just tosses this barrel barrel straight through the roof. That, that made me laugh. And then the last thing, a few of the, the wrestling cameos, Kofi actually being in this film was cool, as well as The Miz throughout. Uh, he, the Miz is, I like The Miz, he's good. And then you have uh, Sheamus as the referee too. So it was cool to see a few of these. Uh, and there are some more wrestlers in there, but they're the three that sort of stood out to me uh, the most. Some things I didn't like in this one. I think um, <laughs> when Leo was in uh, this competition to sort of be the NXT star, which is sort of the up and coming wrestlers, there's this wrestler who's fighting against that does this huge fart. And literally the wind from the fart blows through the crowd, blows everyone's hair back. So bad, so lame. I actually did laugh, <laughs> but it did go on for a long time. So it's a pretty poor scene. Uh, there's a scene just randomly where Leo's hanging out with his friends and uh, decides that he's going to stop an armed robbery that's happening. He's going to put his mask on, reveal his identity to his friends and sort of take on this criminal. Uh, I don't think it was needed, to be honest. I guess if you needed him to reveal his identity, I get that, but I don't know whether it was really needed to, you know, show him fighting crime. He's not Spider-Man and he doesn't fight crime any other time in this movie. So uh, a little bit random. Uh, I mentioned before that, you know, he's, he's wrestling against all these other guys. This wrestler, Samson, just this big guy that doesn't speak. And his manager uh, is this guy called Frankie. They're just really bad villains. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. That Their scenes weren't really worthy of anything. They were just really, really uh, not good. <laughs> uh, I think the, the, towards the end of the film, we're sort of at the last uh, wrestling match before Leo could be crowned the, the next heat, uh, next next wrestler. And his dad's at home and sees his son on screen, and he's like lost the plot. And he's like quickly, we see a cut, and dad's literally there at the wrestling match. I don't know how fast he managed to get in his uh, lift car, but geez, that was uh, a bit ridiculous. Record time to get to the ring, and then finally. Um, I think that... Oh, actually, I'm going to put this in the, the scenes that I did like. The the end of the film, uh, Denise, his grandma, Leo's grandma. So this, I, I actually like this, I think, because he sort of takes out... Um, sorry, she takes out Frankie with her own wrestling moves, this, this sort of villain dude. And then at the end, after the credits, we sort of see her actually getting to meet Kofi. And I mentioned before that she has a bit of a crush on him. And it was just quite funny. So I, I like that. That was good. Uh, what was this film trying to say? I mean, it's a kid's film, so it's very wholesome. I think that, you know, the idea of, 
if you're an underdog, you've got to have that confidence in yourself. You've got to you've got to push through. So I like that. We had a bit of an idea about a father-son relationship, how hard it can be at times, but family's always there for you too. And especially like sometimes you could even talk about his friends being a part of his family too, the teamwork and, and the camaraderie between them. That's really nice too. That They do push this message pretty blatantly throughout that it's about using your mind and your heart over brute strength or physicality and that, that's seen throughout especially to you know the the, the dad um, leo's dad steve he's always talking about every wrestler has a weakness so what's that weakness can you find that weakness and, and use your mind to overcome that weakness and i don't know what you can talk about but obviously this mask is magical um <laughs> so like who makes um you know or who decides that you're worthy to receive magic. That's interesting, isn't it? Uh, magic's not real, so I don't know if that's a real theme. <laughs> real theme. <laughs> uh, what did I take away from this one? I think the the thing that probably stood out the most is the whole plot device of Leo, this young kid, and they sort of make jokes about you know trying to guess who his identity is throughout until it's revealed. You know, maybe it's Kevin Hart in disguise. I mean, this plot device of no one thinking Leo is a kid based on his size was pretty pretty ridiculous, <laughs> and it's the whole gist of the movie. But it's a kids' film. You just gotta, you just gotta run with it. Um, questions? Do I have any questions? Uh, I got a few ponderings. I guess I think that you know, you think about the WWE as a wrestling. You know, they're a huge multi-billion-dollar company, uh, and especially NXT, which is what this um, competition that Leo is trying to win is covering in this film. It's all about hard work. It's all about determination, training, all that sort of stuff. And Leo doesn't really have to do anything. He just sort of chucks on a mask and he's the best wrestler there. So does that make this film a little bit of a, a cop-out or a sell-out film? Because, you know, isn't wrestling about working really hard to, to achieve your goals? And this kid sort of is a young kid who doesn't really do any hard work. So it's a bit of an interesting thing to ponder. The other, I did mention before, there's bullies in this film that sort of give Leo and his friends a hard time. There's a scene where Leo sort of takes his revenge on him and hangs him from the lockers. And there's a scene where a teacher takes him to the principal's office. But apart from that, I mean, towards the end, we see a, a scene where Leo's bike gets beat up and he gets beat up by these kids and there's no repercussions or consequences. So I think in a kid's film like this, you sort of need the bullies to be dealt with properly for their actions. And I'm not sure, this isn't really a question, is it? It's me sort of just pondering. I think you need to see that in a kid's film. Uh, and then finally, like there are so many Easter eggs of wrestling memorabilia throughout this film i mean maybe if leo sold some of this stuff he would have been able to help his dad out financially and not have to worry about going on nxt to win this fifty thousand dollars cash that he could have won so interesting 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 i'm ready to wrap this up i think we're gonna i'm gonna give it a rating out of five i think that you know it's a it's a cool little film if you like wrestling it's a film that you know obviously i said at the start if you've got a bit of background knowledge about the wwe it's going to make it more enjoyable I'd be happy to put this on for my kids if they were the right age because it does have some nice messages. It's wholesome. The violence is, is over-extenuated, so it's not, um, you know, it's more cartoony violence than actual physical violence. So I, I enjoy this. I'm giving it a three out of five. Uh, probably a little bit high, but I did enjoy this. Uh, we're on socials. We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook and Instagram. Give us a follow or a like if you can. I'm going to put a question out there for this episode. I just want to know who is your favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, it's a hard one. There, there are so many good wrestlers. And, you know, I grew up in the age of, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And they were just, you know, people that you, you waited for every single episode. And I guess, too, this film 
make if you don't know when Raw is on TV, it's on Monday night, <laughs> and they make that really clear throughout this film of when it's on. Uh, there's a lot of cross promotion and a lot of uh, you know advertising for their own brand. But I guess if you're putting out your own films, that's what you do. But I think uh, you know there's heaps of good wrestlers. Uh, you know, Daniel Bryant was it was a big star for a while. John Cena probably a little. I'm a little bit old for John Cena, but I know he did a lot of stuff. So. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Who's your, who's your favorite wrestler? Let us know in the comments on our post for this episode this week. We'll be back next week for another 2022 film. This one is a drama next week. It's called Tiger Tail. This one is directed by Alan Yang. It stars Seema, Christine Ko, Hayden Setso, and Lee Hong Chi. Give that one a watch if you are keen before I discuss it next week on this podcast. As always, thank you for keeping me company. Thanks for listening along. Hopefully you enjoyed this chat on the main event um, and hopefully you have seen the film. Otherwise, this will make no sense to you whatsoever. (laughs) I will see you next week.